This is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You've got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network, a show where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Well, it didn't take too long to see, in fact, the... Portland Trailblazers run out of gas, and it looks like that series is over, although it did provide at least one game's worth of energy, more so than anything in the East. And yes, I know that the Magic stole the game from the Bucks, but the NBA doesn't have a ratings problem so much as it has an Eastern Conference ratings problem. The loss of LeBron James has yet to be filled And I understand that those are heavy shoes to fill out East. But Giannis, and especially with the Kawhi Leonard departure as well, it hasn't done anything to truly just catch up to where we've seen this conference at its peak, where LeBron James would carry a lot of bad basketball right down through the middle of the second and third round until you actually get to the Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Finals. But... Outside of that, the Western Conference doesn't have a problem at all, and the West is thriving, absolutely thriving. Now, initially, what I had planned today in five minutes was to dive into this pretty smart and different opinion I at least have in the Washington Post today regarding fantasy football and how down it is and even some numbers supporting it. But I was told before the show, that not only Ron Culver, this is when you know it's bad, not only Ron Culver, but Jake Asp collectively have a beef with me. So this is not something that was said on this show in a segment that Ron does, because otherwise Jake would have had the beef with both of us. I have no idea what it is. If you're following on the stream, you can hear us in the break and know that I am just being thrown into the fire here. I can't imagine how bad it is, but if it was enough to bring two people like Ron and Jake together... Politics makes the strangest bedfellows, doesn't it? Fantasy football is apparently down. Let's look at that. Something interesting in the NFL regarding free agency as well. Second level. You're listening to the Sports Map Radio Network. Broadcasting safely with our mask from Boomer Naturals. Order now at BoomerNaturals.com. Use promo code SportsMapRadio for 20% off. Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Well, we have something that popped last night late, and you probably on the East Coast were closing your eyes, dozing off as the Trailblazers won the second half, mind you, but still not good enough at all for a victory and that series is over but more importantly what happened during the day not even in OKC and and that's a major storyline 
what's happened with the Houston Rockets. So we've got the East that continues to bow out. We have the Houston Rockets, which are trying to avoid being the Sixers of the West right now. Sans tank and everything that came in there. But at the same time, while the Western Conference is thriving, whatever's happening in the East, I don't think changes as you limit the teams that are in there. Tough loss for me locally last night when it comes to the NHL, but I'm just I'm fascinated by how hockey is moving so far. And then I mentioned this piece that I read in the Washington Post regarding fantasy football and really where fantasy football is, especially since we're about to have a league and everything here for the network. So if somebody does bow out, now they can just point to this article and say, well, you see, I'm not alone. There are a bunch of people that don't really care about fantasy football. But you know me, if you listen to the show, and you're familiar with how things work on this program, you know that it doesn't take much to derail my attention. It doesn't take much for me to all of a sudden become distracted. And look, it's not like I'm distracted and I'm going to read the encyclopedia on the air. I try to make good judgment on what I get distracted about because we try to provide some unique content at least throughout the day here on this show other shows to have no problem with it we struggle but that's okay it's only two hours 11 to 1 and we thank you for the time so as soon as ron culver said jake and i have a beef in fact we were trying to keep asman here for the next segment 10 12 minutes from now but apparently getting a haircut is way more important than being a team player on the network. And is that this, an accurate and, statement? No, that was an accurate statement. And the sad thing was that just before he left, he took off his hat to kind of brush back his hair. And okay. I sat there, I was trying to look like, why are you getting a haircut? So it's not like this guy is a no, wolf no, no. man. He, or... he, it's not like he's been waiting through all of quarantine and this is finally his moment of freedom to get rid of some hair. Okay. But that's not the beef. I can't have beef with Jake right now because he and I do actually have beef with you. Now, is there any audio we can play? No, there is. You, I, I you guys I, were ripping me on the show. No, earlier, we right? weren't really ripping you on the show. We're, we're just hinting at there might be a coup. Like Colangelo taking over the Sixers level coup? Maybe. Okay, well, I'm I'm interested and, now. And now, and now, now this, you are speaking for Jake Asman as well I, as I'm you. I'm speaking for Jake Asman. You I, have the authorization for this. I have the authorization okay. for this. I also have uh, producer Sean in our in the studio. Sean Mates, right who's now. part yes. of the fantasy football crew. Yes, and okay. he and he too will have beef with you for allowing such atrocities to happen. Okay, I'm listening under your watch. Fair enough. And I'm happy that you brought up fantasy football, and I'm glad that you're talking about fantasy football. Okay. Because you did. You, you, you reluctantly, I'm not saying you, you, were, you were both feet in on being the fantasy football commissioner, but you got the ball rolling, and so you were anointed as such, correct? Yeah, but I can easily hand the reins over. No, 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 no. no nobody wants the reins. We just want you to right a wrong. Okay. Have you looked at the people who have registered to be part of our fantasy football team. Um, I threw one listener in there because I knew we were short. I don't know. No, there's, there's still, there's like, you know, one, two, three, four spots open, right? Okay. But have you, do you have access to look at it? I'm looking at this right now. Members. I'm going to members right now. Go ahead. Go to members right now and just tell me if you see an anomaly that should not be there. Two Matt Peralt teams. 
Yes. Okay. Now, how much money did he have to slide you under the table for that? Why do you, you allow assume, that to happen? Wait a second. I'm <laughs> assuming you're in charge. So what should I do? He, well, here's the thing. This guy, we should, we should get, forget Jake. We should get Matt on the show to answer for this wrong. I had no idea that you could, I've never been able to do this. Like, I never thought that you could do this. Throw two teams in the same league. And he specifically have the, has the mid now in the East and West division. I don't right. even know if you can control that. I don't that. even know how he did that. He has them labeled as such, as differently. Um, I'm thinking this might be a conflict of interest. Meaning that you can't have more than one team in the league? Or well, you, you, should, the... you shouldn't be allowed to have more than one team in the league, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean that's, that's fantasy football rules 101. Yeah, that's absurd that he broke that rule. Why would he do that? I like how you're turning us on parole. This is it under is on your, parole. This is under your watch, Kamish. I don't have any access. All I did was email him the link. Anybody could have done this. Mapes could have done this. McGraw could have done this. Asman could have done this. You could have done no, this. No, 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 no. Because where it says Matt Peralt is under where our names are. So it would have to have been a registered Matt Peralt user. So you think that there is a second just, email? I, I don't know. Did he do two emails? Is he? I mean, what what kind of what kind of game is he playing here? Because well, look, obviously he's going to draft twice. Obviously he's all of a sudden going to make trades with himself. Yeah, I, I don't I don't condone this behavior at all. I am anti. I am one hundred percent anti. We're going to get to the bottom of this by the end of the day today because I refuse to allow this type of stain to exist on this league as we move forward. This has to be the whole idea about this league was that it was going to be a money league in which we're all in and we could all trash each other and talk about matchups and make fun of somebody who forgot to check their lineup fourth week into it or sit somebody because they didn't check in the last couple of days and that guy's out and they lost by a position. All of these things add for great fodder, especially because we kind of already do that. So it just gives us another piece of ammunition. I do not want any asterisk on this league at all. I want this to be as much on the level as possible. So I appreciate you bringing this I mean, to my you attention. Know, but Should we just have Matt say, Matt, you know, you might have to change your name to banging a trash can? Yeah, I, I think that he's been out of Houston too long, man. You know, like, what? Well, what, he was never really in does, Do these type of, does this uh, activity fly in Vegas? I mean, I don't know. I don't play fantasy football with Vegas mob. Well, look, I don't know. I'm if not it's saying that maybe bad. maybe I'm not saying the mob. You know, no, maybe, but you know, like I mean, the mob like, is the crowd. I should, I should I should probably yeah 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 that that mob. You're right, the crowd, right. the crowd mob. Thank you. Right. I don't need it. I don't need any uh, horse heads in my bed tonight. Exactly right. Am I am I exaggerating here? That might be over exaggerating. No, I I think that no. I mean, I don't think you're going to get a horse head sent to you. That that's going to be how yeah, much? Yeah, but you know, I don't even want to shipping and handling. I think sending a horse head well, would be probably from Vegas way to too much. Yeah, probably way not, too much. It's not worth the effort. But I mean, honestly, you could probably do a guinea pig head, and that's not going to be fun either. No, it's easier to throw out. Probably and throw that in an envelope. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't even need to put. Is that a two stamper? That envelope. That might be a two stamper. <laughs> I, what do we do now? I have the ability to simply remove him. Should I just remove uh, obviously, him? Obviously, yeah. The, no, no. You well, you need to. We need to address the situation first. I'm not even sure. I know Peralt likes to listen to us in the morning. I'm not even sure if he knows about this yet. No, I doubt he does. He usually doesn't kick in until the second hour, right? The second hour. So, do we bring this oh, back up in the no, second wait, hour? Wait, wait. Here's my idea. You tell me what you think. Okay? Can we sub one of the stories for fake news? Does he start listening around then? Maybe. So maybe we do that. 
we have maybe the third story is and it doesn't matter if it's a you know like you can throw a, a fake story a real story all that like we'll we'll do the segment but now that we know we can kind of insert this end the segment and then say nope that's real like that can be one of the real stories right is okay. Matt Peralt has thrown a second football team in the fan and then and then I'll, I'll act surprised like what that's real hold on a second let me go and then I'll go up to the website and then at twelve forty when we come back we can start banging the drum there no pun intended sounds good. That work for you? Yeah, that works. Look at this. See, this went for the three of you. And yes, Mapes, I'm throwing you under the bus there as well. Blame Culver for that. It went from Culver, Asman, and Mapes trying to get on me for allowing this type of malarkey in this league. And the first and only thing I've been doing is being on board with it one second from the jump. Like, already on board with it. And, and yes, we will flush that second team out. If we have to flush Peralt out entirely, we'll do that. But we no, sure no, no, as hell no, will no, flush no, no, the first no. I don't team wanna, out. I, I don't want to flush him out entirely. I want his money. Now more so than ever. But I think we need to address this. Absolutely. And we need his response. Hopefully he'll text me. You know, theoretically, uh, this uh, today it's not set up. But I was normally what we could do is just pop him on. Well, he can just connect. He's connected on he, the he'll line, connect, right? Yeah, he'll he'll be in the second hour. Oh, he'll, he's so this connected. So, so what we're this is bait, all right? This is radio bait for the people that are listening right now. This is a radio bait that we're preparing. Yeah, all to he set. needs to do, all he needs to do, is just text me to let him let me know that he's on and he's uh, he'll be live with us. All right. So now we've set the trap, and there's a nice piece of meat that's sitting out there in that bear trap. And all we need is for him to come over and take a slice out of it. And just, uh, just answer, what kind of game is, is he getting at here? What kind of game is he playing? I, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Because if that's the case, uh, there's some empty spots. I'm going to fill them today. No, no, no. See, this is the problem. Four the, teams, Aton. I'm going for four. This is an ugly precedent that cannot exist in, on this league. I'm sorry. It, it cannot. Now, we also we have a couple of people that have not joined. Like, where the hell is Jose? Is he still with us? Where's Carlson? You know, like, these guys should be in, in this league. They should be. I don't know where they are. All right. Well, that that's a problem. We're running. Uh, Tony. Tony D. I mean, he Well, clearly... Tony Tony has an excuse. He's on vacation. Okay, so he he's, dropping he's not even off. doing the show this I'll week. I'll text him and see if he wants to do it. Well, then we can I, leave I a would, spot open for him. Why don't you lead the witness and kind of say, hey, we've got a... You know what? He could take Matt Peralt's spot. That work? Well, at least one of them, at least, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. That's definitely fair. And you know what? And then maybe Matt drafts for him since Tony Tony has a problem getting him to the draft. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then I'll draft for him. How about that? Oh, look at you. Look, I'm telling you, I don't know what you heard about this type of reign of terror that I've overseen in years prior, but I'm all about making it nice and easy for everybody in this league. Okay? Well, basically what you're saying is that you want to take people's money legitimately. Absolutely right. You don't, want, want, you don't want there to be an asterisk. You don't want there no to be bad a stain deeds. over it. You don't want there to be, hey, you know, I swindled money from a poor old lady. I don't want anything. You want, I beat you fair and square, now hand it over. So let me ask you this. What do you think is worse? Jake Asman ducking out of this segment to go get a haircut or Earl Thomas being late for a Ravens team meeting because he had to get his car washed. Matt Peralt having two teams. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Fair enough. At Shander Show on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Shander Show is how you follow me on Twitch as well. And then at Ron Culver, two ends on Twitter. 
11.40, Benny Heisler is going to join us. Great fantasy and betting mind now with SI. Because this article kind of spoke to me about where we are in the sports calendar and how much, if really any, fantasy has been a release and escape. Yet now you would think with COVID and everything happening, especially with sports back, including the NFL, it would be doubled down on that. Apparently not. That coming from the Washington Post. We'll touch on that next. It's the second level on SportsMap Radio. You're listening to the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios with way more than the scores. Here's Aton Shander. It's not been something we've talked about at length, really. And with the league that we've created, it's going to be more of a chance to focus on fantasy. And, and look, it's not going to be my team or Ron's team specifically. It's just going to be broader points in that world. And we would do it anyway, even if there isn't a league here, because it's a major part of the whole that makes up the NFL. Major part of it. So looking at this article from the Washington Post and then seeing people on Twitter talk about it as well, it did have me thinking, you know, maybe I am in more of the minority right now. Maybe I am in a situation where less people are playing fantasy football and, and really fantasy sports across the board. I would say, though, that we still have to separate fantasy football and fantasy from the other sports, as well as DFS stuff. I mean, the daily fantasy sport itself has eclipsed, I would think, by a mile, regular leagues. Doesn't mean that people aren't playing regular leagues, but just through the sheer volume of being able to play tournaments every single day, or in some cases, multiple times over, I think we're able to see the transition and evolution, if you will, of fantasy sports from sitting there in a rotisserie league where one sorry guy was, or person, part of me, was stuck or taking down all the notes and stats from the newspaper and trying to get on Prodigy or whatever early internet connection that there was to look at anything that was posted regarding stats and really just a picture of a box score that was posted to now where you can sit on a DraftKings or any other app and just pound away. Oh, I lost last night. Let me get back in. And you're drafting. In some cases, you're only playing one game in the tournament. Some cases, you're playing a couple of games in the tournament. Some days, you're playing everything, like a Thursday through Sunday league. We, or Monday night, technically. We did a lot of that last year. I've won two of those leagues last year, thanks to our old pal Brendan Riley. But one, two of those leagues last year just because of the science in taking advantage of people that would play Thursday through Monday night as opposed to, let's say, just games on Sunday or just a captain showdown in, on a Sunday night or Monday night primetime game. I get it that things are different right now in the country. And from a political to social to COVID cloud that hangs over us, there is a lot that's not the norm. If it ever will come back or when it will come back, I don't know. But there's a lot that isn't necessarily the norm right now in life. And sports is under the life umbrella. I get that. 
But to be fair, outside, I mean, look, we're back to complaining about how boring the Eastern Conference is in the playoffs. I think that is as close to a return to normalcy as we'll find in the NBA. How every single series in the East has been a snooze. Just absolute put me to sleep. It's like watching NyQuil. And yeah, I guess if the and it wouldn't have mattered if the Sixers pushed that series with Boston to five or anything like that. The best series that was on paper was going to be the Pacers and Heat, and that thing ended in a sweep. It's just not good basketball right now. Now, two of those eight teams, unfortunately for the East, are horrific. In Brooklyn right now, currently constructed with everybody missing, and Orlando, who doesn't have any excuse, they're just horrific. But even still, when you, when you automatically count up the sixth seed, and then the four and five are just brutal, I can't imagine that there's anything left at that point but betting and fantasy. See, the, the interest, fantasy is always about winning money. Fantasy has always been about winning money. And betting right now is back. We know that casinos are open in a lot of areas, if not most. And there is a concerted effort right now by sports books all over the country to push. I mean, that's why you see everything is sponsored by DraftKings, everything. And great, we love DraftKings. I'm just saying as far as where you are around the country, if you're able to have a legal fantasy football tournament or fantasy sports tournament, it's always been about winning money. So that is one of the elements that I disagree and don't think that there has been a major dip in the participation of fantasy football when it comes to, or fantasy sports, mind you, when it comes to a daily fantasy scene. As far as people not signing up as much for yearly leagues, or as far as people just, eh, you know, I used to be in five leagues, and now I'm only in one league this year when it comes to my fantasy football team. I don't think that's a result, personally at least. I don't think that's a result of COVID. I don't think that's a result of sports being on a different calendar now, like hockey at 12.30, and Flyers, Islanders tomorrow's at 3 o'clock Eastern. I don't think that has an impact. I think that's just people moving away from a more patient society and embracing this society now that we live in where forget having an attention span of a gnat. You're basically forced to have an attention span of a gnat because so much stuff is going on. You're constantly inundated with new things. And all right, let me just keep going, keep going, keep moving, keep moving. Technology everywhere. It's not a bad thing. It's not a great thing. It's just a statement. So I don't think that's the result of this specific offseason, I think personally what we're seeing is a big step. And look, COVID's probably helping it, I would imagine. But we're seeing a pretty big step right now in the evolution, my term, of sitting there and playing in one or two fantasy leagues and having to wait every single week. And if you don't have anybody playing Thursday night, you're kind of just sitting there watching and just kind of waiting versus knowing that you can play fantasy sports every single day, multiple times over, even in the same sport, depending on what the sport is. That is the draw right now in fantasy sports. And I would be shocked. I would be utterly floored if DraftKings or FanDuel came back and started talking and showing numbers about how, you know, DFS is down. Are you kidding me? We were doing DFS NASCAR before we got baseball back. Everything was live. Everything was in play because you could simply do it again. That's not a novel thing that just wears off. This whole novel thing that people want to push, that sports are back 
And then it just kind of wore, all right, yes, LeBron James and the NBA is back. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, okay, what's next? No, that definitely isn't going to happen once football starts. I don't care how much college plays or not. The NFL comes back. There are two tent poles in that sports existence that will always be there. And they blend together, right? Which is betting and fantasy. I don't know. I, I don't know how in the world we can realistically look at what's happening around us and blame that on people not playing yearly leagues. And look, if you've been playing six or seven yearly leagues, nobody has the time to do that anymore either. Ben Heisler is going to join us. SI.com. Betting. Fantasy. About this particular thing as well. Coming up next on the second level at Shander Show. It's Sports Map Radio. issues it's the second level on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios here's aton shander so first person i thought of that we should track down and and kind of just get the overall feel i mean it's really just about general feel right now is ben heisler who covers all things gambling and fantasy for si you can follow ben on twitter at benny heis h-e-i-s and also at SI Gambling, at SI underscore Fantasy. And, of course, when it comes to gambling, we need to get his thoughts on a couple of picks, at least today and maybe even an NFL future or two. First off, Ben, hope all is well with you, with yours. Congratulations on SI Gambling, SI Fantasy. They got a good guy, and you know where I stand. I'm always going to be Team Heisler. But congrats, brother, and great to hear from you as always. Hey, Todd, it's always good to be with you, man. I appreciate the opportunity to catch up, talk a little gambling, talk a little fantasy, whatever you need, man. I'm always here. It's always good to catch up. Where is fantasy sports right now? Because I I think that there might be a small misconception from people that are focusing on, let's say, numbers that might be down in fantasy football leagues, like yearly leagues as a correlation to fantasy being down entirely. Like, I can't imagine that DraftKings or FanDuel right now would be struggling in any type of DFS situation with any sport that you could bet on currently right now. Yeah, they're doing just fine, and it's part of the reason why you're seeing probably more giveaways than ever before. I think they're back to spending the type of money that we saw for them even two, three, four years ago uh, when things were going really big for them, when they were really the only opportunities in town. Um, yeah, I think from the gambling side, certainly as more states continue to legalize, you just saw in the state of Illinois, uh, DraftKings already started to make a presence known once they opened up the mobile sports betting side. Remember, in Illinois, I believe it was, they, were, they had to wait for about a year and a half uh, before people could actually bet online. And then in the midst of the pandemic, Governor Pritzker said, yeah, you know what, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> as far as fantasy goes, from be on the DFS side or whether it be season-long, I can tell you that the appetite for it right now probably hasn't been as strong as it's been for the last several years. And the reason that I say that is because we've already seen the sports appetite get its beef wet over the last few weeks. We've seen the emergence of fantasy golf in no way, shape, or form that we saw it over the last handful of years. People are betting golf. People are playing daily fantasy golf at the level before. So now take that catapult it probably uh, upwards of 100 times, and that's what you get for football. We've already had the NFL draft have record-breaking ratings. We already are paying so much more attention 
to the news and notes of training camp. And so I think you're going to be looking at a record-setting fantasy season, both on the daily fantasy side as well as on the season-long side as far as interest goes, knowing that even if we can't be in the stands, watching our favorite teams and our favorite players play. This is our way of being able to connect with the game. And I think more than ever before, you're going to see the interest of it, be it at all-time high. Yeah, that, that's what I think was really difficult for me to get around, was once the NFL starts, it doesn't matter what's going on, where if the NFL is playing football games, it is a given that there will be discussions on lines and people placing wagers, and there will be discussion on who to sit and start and people playing fantasy football. Like, even if the numbers were down right now, which you mentioned they're not exploding with fantasy golf, even if there were a situation where fantasy NBA was down, fantasy hockey's down, fantasy NASCAR was down, UFC, if you were playing in tournaments, down, you know that the NFL, at the very least, evens that out, if not bumps up the line. It's like the ultimate curve setter. Right, and think about it from this perspective, too, because I I think we have seen some numbers before that, Uh, You know, NBA and certainly fantasy baseball numbers might be down a little bit. Uh, But that's because baseball just got delayed and delayed. And you had uh, the beginning of the season not starting until the the latter part of July. NBA went on a several-month hiatus, as did the NHL. And now the interest is there. It just took a while for for betters and for daily fantasy players to get back into that routine. Uh, But on the season-long side for, for those sports, especially for baseball, you know, you normally get stoked for your draft. Uh, in mid to late March, and it just didn't happen this year. So I think it's an entirely different situation for football because everything according to the NFL and according to newsmakers across the country is that football is still going to start at the time it's scheduled to start unless there's a massive COVID COVID outbreak. Um, So you're going to go through your regular motions. It becomes fantasy football season right around this time in August. So the interest is there. So unless there's some sort of a massive delay as a result of COVID or something else, There's no reason why people wouldn't have that interest from the very beginning for football, especially now. Uh, Benny Heisler joining us. Ben Heisler, of course, on Twitter, at Benny Heis. I'm curious, have you participated in a fantasy draft at all this year? Like football, I mean, of course. Uh, Yes. Yes. Who did you take one? Sorry, Ben, I didn't mean to jump in. No, you're okay. So I'm in the minority here. There has not been a running back, Aton to repeat as the RB1 in points per reception in PPR leagues since, I believe, 2002-2003 with Priest Holmes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, everybody and their mother is going to tell you that Christian McCaffrey is the bona fide number one pick, and I'm not going to argue against that. However, I think when it comes to an upside play, somebody that could challenge him in that spot, and the guy that I am banking on is my number one pick in fantasy this year is Saquon Barkley. The move to Jason Garrett is actually beneficial to him. Normally it's not beneficial to an offense to have Jason Garrett calling the plays, but as far as a running game is concerned, it absolutely behooves them. The Giants' offensive line has improved. They've spent a first-round pick, I believe, on an offensive lineman this year. They're going to go back in the direction where Barkley is the featured component of the offense. I expect Daniel Jones to take a step forward in the right direction. Uh, But this offense is going to run entirely through Barkley. You saw all the years of success with Ezekiel Elliott. He had three consecutive years of leading the NFL in rushing, and I expect Barkley to have a full, healthy season again this year. Even while he missed several games last year, Aton, he still finished as the number 10 running back in points per reception league. So I am baking on Saquon Barkley being healthy in his third year 
and taking advantage of the opportunity that comes along with it. And one other component to Christian McCaffrey, the new coaching staff coming in has acknowledged his absurd workload over the last couple of years in Carolina. It's part of the reason that he's been the clear-cut number one running back in fantasy the last couple of years, especially last year. I don't think McCaffrey is going to get that same type of workload. He's still going to catch a ton of passes. He's still going to be involved in probably 80 to 85% of the snaps. But he had 93% of the snaps last year. And I think at some point they're going to try and go a little bit more vertical in that offense. Mm. Teddy Bridgewater is going to pass the ball a lot. And I just think they're going to cut back on some of McCaffrey's workload. So he's still probably the number two, maybe the number three running back this year in fantasy, assuming he doesn't get hurt. But I think the upside play is Saquon Barkley. How deep in the first round do you have to go before you move away from a running back, and then do you go quarterback or wide receiver? Oh, no, this is a year that you wait on your quarterback. This is a year that you absolutely wait on the tight end. There's just so much depth at the position. And, yes, I suppose you could probably make that argument, too, uh, at the wide receiver spot, but it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense for me to go ahead and not take a running back in the first couple rounds this year, uh, unless all of a sudden Michael Thomas is falling in the late first round. You know that's probably the safest pick in the draft. Um, This is a running back-heavy draft this year. You're going to see probably the first three picks be some sort of combination of Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, and Ezekiel Elliott. Then you have Alvin Kamara as a possibility. Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. Derek Henry, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is moving up as a mid-round, first-round running back. Same thing with Miles Sanders. Yes, in Philadelphia you read Eagles. my mind. The way it... So the way in which they're going to to deploy him this year, Aton, you've heard the reports coming out of Philadelphia, yes. is that there are comps to to Christian McCaffrey. Now, there's some concerns about a possible issue, uh, an injury issue coming out in training camp, but they want him to be the guy. And unless Doug Peterson is doing complete coach speak and talking out of both sides of his mouth, I think the ceiling for Miles Sanders is a top five running back. So by the time you're done with most of those guys, you're already through pretty much the first round. And now all of a sudden, if you're going through the first two rounds and you're trying to figure out, well, what other running backs are left? You're talking about guys that are likely going to be in timeshares. If somebody like Melvin Gordon, who's going to be splitting time with Philip Lindsay uh, over in Denver, uh, move down a little bit further. Austin Eckler is probably going to be the main running back for the Chargers, but if he wasn't a season ago, maybe they're going to incorporate a few of their other guys that they brought in. They drafted a running back this year. Um, James Conner, uh, he should be the, the three-down running back in Pittsburgh, but they also drafted Anthony McFarland. So now you're taking away from the three-down workhorse running backs that are going to be set for you to lead your team versus wide receivers that there's so much debt that I think if you go running back, running back, and then wide receiver, wide receiver, there's still some terrific possibilities on the board at quarterback and tight end that you can really get the bulk of your team fashioned in the first four or five rounds before having to worry about it. All right, so let's look at this. And again, at Benny Highs on Twitter, SI Gambling, SI Fantasy as well for Ben. Let's look at this. Last fantasy question. I definitely want to get to the Khalil Mack tweet. But as far as the idea of waiting and waiting and waiting, you know, chances are somebody's going to be trigger-happy and jump on Mahomes or jump on Lamar. I understand that. Is there a sneak quarterback that you really like that you think you know for a fact you could wait in like 90% of the drafts, you could wait until the fifth or sixth round, build your wide receivers running backs first, and then move to this guy because nobody in that league is going to take him before the fourth round? 
Yeah, so I wrote up one, and this is somebody that I think you can get in the very later rounds. I'll get to him in just a second. But I think the popular trendy names of quarterbacks that you can probably wait on this year, um, Josh Allen of Buffalo, there's a possibility that they're going to continue to use him more in the running game. Uh, his upside is that 2015 Cam Newton MVP-type season. Uh, I think especially in a really weak division, Josh Allen could put up some outstanding fantasy numbers. I believe he finished as a quarterback six a season ago. So that's somebody you can wait on a little bit. Matthew Stafford right now is sort of in that tier three of quarterbacks. He's going off the board as quarterback 11. Uh, but he was on pace to lead the NFL in touchdowns a season ago. They have a very talented offense with Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson, who was drafted number eight overall. A stud tight end should be able to make a serious leap in year number two. So I think Stafford's another guy you can wait on. Same thing with Daniel Jones. I think he's going to be able to use his legs a little bit more. And Ben Roethlisberger has a bunch of fantasy-friendly targets in Pittsburgh. But the guy that I think could actually make his way into sort of that back-end tier of quarterbacks 1 through 12 is Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Wow. The 49ers were a very run-heavy team a season ago. They ran the second most amount of times behind only Baltimore. And I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Jimmy Garoppolo in games where they've had to pass the ball, he had three games last year, Akon, of four-plus touchdowns of over 350 yards, and when they need him to compete in a shootout, he puts up outstanding numbers. The 49ers defense is going to take a step back this year. The trade of DeForest Buckner to the Indianapolis Colts is going to impact their defense, and they're going to make some more opportunities in the passing game available in that Kyle Shanahan offense. So I think Garoppolo's upside is a top 11, top 12 quarterback in fantasy, and right now he's going off as the number 22 quarterback off the board. I think he is absurdly undervalued this year. And a guy that if you're going to wait around and wait around for a quarterback and load up at every other position, I think Jimmy Garoppolo could be the steal of this draft. All right, Khalil Mack, 100-1. to 1. I know that you tweeted it's going to go to a quarterback, but you never, ever know. In this case, that would be the only guy you would venture towards for an MVP? No, if we're talking about non-quarterback, non-quarterback, I'd have to double check a lot of those odds, but I was really intrigued by Khalil Mack at 101. And I know that if you probably haven't seen a defensive MVP since what, maybe Lawrence Taylor in the, in the late 1980s. But remember, this is a weird year and weird things can happen. And the Bears defense, I expect to get back on track. They were good last year. They were great two seasons ago. Mack is motivated. He's heard a lot of people talk about how he sort of lost a step as one of the elite premier pass rushers in the game. They brought Robert Quinn on the other side uh, to help out after, I believe, he had, what, 14, 15 sacks a season ago. Uh, they, he's going to get more help in Chicago, and they are going to rely on him more than ever before. And I Got think it. the numbers are going to start to show up for Khalil Mack this year. So all of a sudden, he's putting up a J.J. Watt-type season, which he is more than capable of doing. You know, maybe not necessarily an Aaron Donald season, but the rest of the defense, if we're comparing the Rams defense to the Bears defense, uh, the Bears, is, Bears are going to win games because of their defense. And I don't think you can make the same argument for the Rams this year. And that's going to help get people notice. And if the Bears are a playoff team, if all of a sudden, whether it be Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles that gets them over the edge, but it's their defense that carries them through, I, I think the conversation for Cleo Mack as an NFL MVP candidate could be legit this year. And for 101, you might as well throw a couple of bucks at it and then hedge your way through it later. Awesome stuff, man. Appreciate it, man. So glad to see you doing well. And you know that this, this is just the start of what we do with the NFL taking over now. So you know we're going to chat again soon. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Be well. You as well, my friend. Be good. Absolutely. That's Ben Heisler at Benny Heis on Twitter. We will wrap the hour next. It's the second level on Sports Map Radio. Yeah, I'm going to take my home. 
Scratching beneath the surface, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Just saw Dan Snyder's on Twitter. That's new. He's got a protected account, though. That's kind of weak. I guess you could use that word to describe a lot that surrounds Snyder, but... Jerry jo- is Jerry Jones on Twitter? Now I'm cons- now I'm curious to see. I don't think he is. But Daniel Snyder's account apparently is... No, Jerry Jones is not. I wonder how many owners are actually on Twitter. I, I know Mark Cuban is a clear-cut example of somebody who is on Twitter. And now I can't find the person who tweeted it into my timeline. But... Yeah, I, I just, man, why? Why would Daniel Snyder go on Twitter? Has there ever been anybody that publicly supported Dan Snyder on Twitter? Are there people that go on? Now you know that this is like a Brian Colangelo burner situation. If Daniel Snyder puts a tweet out and gets all these likes and thank you, Dan, you're such a great guy, Dan. He's running probably like 150 different burner accounts. I just don't know how this would be a smart decision, not business decision, although he hasn't made many of those either, but not business decision, more so just mental health decision. You are, in the sports world, you are one of the most ridiculed human beings on social media. Probably, arguably, the most. And you want to go on Twitter? Why? Hopefully, the only smart thing that could be of this is if he paid somebody to run the account and just chilled and and didn't even pay attention to it. But again, then why do it in the first place? Absurd. Second hour coming your way. It's the second level. It's SportsMap Radio. This is a Gao Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. Set your system's volume control for slightly above the normal listening level. Let's go. Second level thinking is defined as looking beyond the easy, obvious conclusions. You got to do some smart thinking. Welcome to the second level. The second level on the Sports Map Radio Network, a show where we go beyond the box score. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket can live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, and we have. Interesting developments in the NBA. We're going to get to that coming up in six minutes. Might be an opportunity for you to jump in early now if there's still time for this Mavs-Clippers game. Also, what happened to game one of a lot of these series? There is something, too, that I wanted to bring up regarding the National Football League and where we are right now heading into the football season with a storyline that is not going to go away. I know people thought it was going to go away. I know people thought that once Tom Brady left New England, this was the beginning of the end. But we're on the verge of something happening in New England this year. And it pains me to say it as a member of a fan base. I'm like one of 15 or 20, however many there are, fan bases who despise that organization, despite loving everything about Bill Belichick. So I can walk that line of hypocrisy. I do it every day. If you're familiar with the show, then you're more than familiar with that. But as far as the Patriots itself, the team itself, 
there is something right now. They're on the verge of something really special. And it's going to be a great story all around. Like, this is not just going to be one person. It's not going to answer the age-old question of, was it Brady or Belichick? No. And I don't know what's going to happen down in Tampa Bay. But what I do know, especially from all of these preliminary, way too early to react reports that come out of camp, is that Cam Newton is healthy. That's the very least right now that we can assess, not even assume anymore, but just simply assess, is Cam Newton is healthy. So, yes, this is the theme for the second hour. And we'll hit fake news. And remember, the trap has been laid. That's all I got to say. The bait is out there. The trap is set. Don't think we forgot. If you missed hour one, trust me, you'll pick up really soon in about 20 minutes. 22 minutes to be exact. Let's look at what's going on in the NBA, specifically in Texas. Coming up next. Dealing with the root of the issues, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. Well, we've got a game tonight, 9 o'clock Eastern, that I don't know if you bet already or if you thought already you had it locked in. Now the news is Kristaps Porzingis will miss a second straight game. That line has bumped up at least a point. You're lucky to get the Mavs now at plus seven. And that's not the only issue in Texas, mind you, when it comes to basketball. The Mavs are a great story with Luka Doncic, and it's really just a Luka Doncic story. It's not a Dallas Mavericks story. And I'm not going to equate the two by any means because different means to get here and what would probably be a different end. And let's be honest, it's easier. Right now, it's easier for a team that's two through six in the East to win the East than it is for a team that's five or six through eight to get out of the first round. I mean, that's just the reality of it right now. You're, you're more likely, you were more likely to see the Indiana Pacers make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals than you were anybody that was seven or eight, maybe even six, if you really want to look at that, get out of the first round. But that's changed a little bit now as the Houston Rockets find themselves in a very difficult position trying to hold off a Thunder team that has won outright two straight times to even up the series. So before we even get to tomorrow and the story that is happening with Houston following last night, brutal beat, mind you, at the end of that game, if anybody had a total at 218, it got knocked down, or 228, pardon me, got knocked down with Eddie House's half-court heave. But right now, the Utah Jazz aside, who have just completely turned that series around, after that overtime in which Donovan Mitchell made a mistake and you just saw the Jazz life squeezed out of them by Denver, people thought, oh, here come the Nuggets, Nuggets. Now, you can still get the Jazz at minus 133, which is a pretty damn good price for a closeout scenario. You're better off going on the line here and laying the two and a half points knowing that it's going to be a pretty convincing victory. It's going to be a closeout situation. And you just don't want Denver to hang around. It's not to think that I, Denver can come back and win three straight games. It's more so don't put them in a position. 
don't put them in a spot where all of a sudden there's life, there's momentum. So Utah closes out today, and we all get to move on and continue to talk about the Denver Nuggets, no matter where they play, no matter what the season over the past couple of years. Great coach, great talent, but injury and scheme and adjustments and some guys on the roster, just it's not working to where the regular season is. And you have to actually ask yourself how much of that home court advantage do they rely on? And look, I see it here in Philadelphia. That team was amazing at home and one of the worst teams on the road. But no Chris Stapps Porzingis does two things. It, first off, completely removes the spot, and rightfully so. Like, there should be nobody on that team sharing or even getting any shine on the spotlight. I get it that Seth Curry comes from a great NBA family, but nobody, when you're talking about what the Dallas Mavericks are doing and what the Dallas Mavericks continue to do and what they did by beating the Clippers and evening up this series without Porzingis in Game 4, there's nothing but Luka. That's it. Now, you want to call it, waste your time about and go back and forth on the Harold Doncic stuff? Go ahead. But for me, it's about, as we spoke with Anthony Gilbert from Hoop Mag and Slam Online yesterday, trying to figure out how good this kid can be while also enjoying every single second of it. So what you're going to see tonight, and this brings to the second point, is the series has really been reduced right now to the Clippers and what's wrong with with Paul George. Was stop myself before I said playoff, George. What's gone wrong with Paul George? And the other side of it being this story in Dallas and, and what they were able to do this year and how well of a season they were able to put together finishing second in that division was really about the emergence and true arrival of Luka Doncic as a star. And it's great to see it. I'm not going to take away anything from it. I'm not going to try and downplay anything from it. The kid is fantastic. He's magical out there. In some cases, as Ant said yesterday and others, he might be the next Magic or this game's version of Magic. When you compare errors, you have to obviously factor in things that weren't going on back then and are going on now and vice versa. But this series is really about the test that the Clippers can face in order to move on. The Lakers have not received that test that we all thought they would. They just haven't. What happened yesterday was way more of an example of how much better the Lakers are than the Portland Trailblazers. Even without Zach Collins and the injury and stuff, everything, you can't make excuses for what Portland is doing. They're just not good enough. They're not, and nobody was good enough in that position. It didn't matter if it was Phoenix or Memphis or, in this case, Portland. Nobody is good enough to beat the Lakers in the first round when you have it that set where it's a 1-8, even if that's not a true 8. There are a lot of teams that are not good enough doesn't matter if it was Houston, OKC, doesn't matter who it would be. Not a lot of teams are good enough to beat the Lakers in a seven-round series as is. In fact, you've probably seen people argue two teams, and I don't know how certain people are with the Clippers. So, yes, Luka has been the fuel to get us to this point right now and has been an amazing spectacle of basketball to sit back and watch and entertains you every single time he touches the ball. However, the negative... And the takeaway, for me at least in this series, has nothing to do with Luka, but more to do with the expectations of Kawhi Leonard, of Lou Williams, down to Reggie Jackson, I don't care, around Paul George, who has yet to show up. 
That's the two competing storylines in this series right now. There's no way possible at all that the L.A. Clippers are going to do what people thought they might do, which is upset the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, if this is the effort from Paul George, if this is the productivity from Paul George, if this is who playoff P really is. Forget it. You might as well write them off. The better thing to look at, though, is if, in fact, George finds his way. And you know what? They are good enough to skate by Dallas without Paul George playing really well. Next round, it gets more difficult. Why do you continue to put yourself in this position? Back to the wall. I think the Lakers are part of me. I think the Clippers find a way to roll tonight. I do. And they may not even have the expected turnaround you would get from Paul George tonight so much as they're good enough to turn this thing around and push it, of course, to the game six scenario where they close out. But the Clippers, we can't forget, are a good basketball team, and they're a deep basketball team. But the problem is now, how good can they be later in the rounds? And this is a very valid conversation that Paul George himself opened up. So you might want to focus on the short term now. Maybe you're brave enough to take a seven-point line tonight. I think, if anything, I would try and find a way to just parlay. You're probably better off looking at the Jazz minus 133, Clippers minus 286, and putting them together. In fact, I can do that right now and kind of give you what that result would be. That's the best way, in my opinion. These totals, I'm not touching the total. After what happened yesterday with that Eddie House 3 and our buddy uh, Billy At on Twitter... Gave us the link, so I'll put it up here on the Twitch screen for you, twitch.tv slash Shander Show. Three was a huge loss for BetMGM with one better. That is beautiful. There's always a somebody who's going to benefit from that bad beat. Let me just tell you that. That three-point shot with the Rockets and Thunder, in which the Thunder was actually able to tie up the series, and rightfully so. They are a tough out. But that shot right there cost a ton, a ton of money. And BetMGM looks like they felt the brunt of it. Wow. I'm going to make sure that I have the amount of money that was actually lost on that. $215,000. Woo! Meaningless three. Oh, it was Jamal Murray. Why do I keep saying Eddie House? It was Jamal Murray. That three, $215,000 swing. So the shot changed the point spread outcome from the Jazz covering the three and a half points to the Nuggets covering. The final was 129-127. No, that was beforehand. That was the other game. So I just want to make sure that we're, we're talking about the right game. This was Houston OKC, not Jamal Murray. But either way, you've seen it a lot. And last night was a great example of it where that heave in the Houston Thunder game cost somebody a lot of money. A lot of money. Now, you know, as far as what's going on with the pressure that was put on the Houston Rockets, especially with Mike D'Antoni's change to small ball, everything relies on making a three-point shot. Everything. And you know what? It is as simple as that. That's really what it comes down to. Look, you've got a guy in James Harden who can get to the rack against anybody. Russell Westbrook not being out there clearly impacts the team from a defensive standpoint. But 
you're looking at a really disappointing finish, truly disappointing finish, if, in fact, Houston comes out, they win the division, they secure the top seed in the first round and blow it because they don't have Russell Westbrook to help stop any runs and they can't make shots or enough shots. And they just launch. And, look, I'm not criticizing. I would love to sit and watch a team that just takes three-pointers all day. But I also recognize that you live and die by that sometimes by the quarter. By the quarter. Look, 23 for 58 is not going to do it if you don't have other means to get points and get to the rack. If you're just sitting there hoping to rely on three-pointers to open something up and it never happens, it never comes around, you're not going to be able to pull away. You'll always have James Harden where you should more often than not be able to stay in basketball games, be able to get up on teams early if, in fact, it's the Harden show. But we saw this just guys struggled to get to where they were. And Jeff Green has been decent at times, right, and, and has been a nice plug there. But if people aren't hitting shots, you don't have any other real means to control the game. You don't. Now, somebody's going to get rebounds, so stave me on the double-double from P.J. Tucker and all. You know that when you go short and you rely on this outside shot, you really have to get up big. And they have. They have done that. They did that against the Thunder early on as well. It's not like this isn't working. It's not like, at least in my opinion, from the outside, they should fire Mike D'Antoni at the end of the year. I'm sure fans are tired of the same stuff and maybe want to see something different, but... You've got a guy when healthy in Russell Westbrook who runs 1,000 miles per hour. You've got James Harden who can do what he wants with the basketball at any given time. And then you've built this team with a couple of 3D guys who can shoot the three and defend the perimeter. So who else would you want that's available, mind you? You guys want Brett Brown? Houston Rockets, you want to fire Mike D'Antoni and hire Brett Brown? That guy was, now, a lot of it is because he couldn't with Ben Simmons running the point, but that guy wasn't even running an offense. At least Mike D'Antoni is running an offense. Brett Brown wasn't even running an offense. So I don't know what the choice du jour would be if, in fact, Mike D'Antoni is fired here. You're not going to get Pop to come in and run this team. That's for damn sure. His team stink when it comes to shooting the threes in San Antonio. I don't know if that's by design or neglect, but that's a major factor as this league continues to be three and dunks, three and dunks. Ride to the rack. If you get fouled, that's great. Get to the line. If not, I mean, you can't go nine for ten on the free throw line when you're jacking up 58 threes and they're not landing. You just can't. You cannot survive that way because the Thunder beat them up. That's exactly what they did. They beat them up, and they got 22 points off the line 22 points off for a three-point game now technically that was a six-point game but that three-pointer there closed it at the end I'll give you the benefit of the doubt for a six-point game that's a major swing when it comes to productivity and it's not like we were watching this game and all of a sudden the whistle stopped blowing for the Rockets like all of a sudden these guys were getting hammered thrown to the floor and people were like what's going on here these guys are getting fouled every time they go to the rim and nobody's blowing the whistle you didn't have a Tim Donaghy situation last night, although people were definitely upset with that final three. Unbelievable how this game works, how sports work. I even said it was on my local show here in Philly last night, and it's just amazing how difficult this whole thing is when it regards when it's regarding to you know trying to keep a straight face and telling people that 
this whole thing is not rigged, at the very least. We'll hit fake news next on the second level at SportsMap Radio. So, can I ask you a question? Fake news with Ron. With all the fake news out there. Don't believe those lies. It's on Shander to give it to you straight. Three stories, but only one is fake. It's true. I know it's a weird thought, but it's true. Can Shander spot the fraud? Here's Ron Culver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yesterday, yesterday, I was able to stump you, but not John, right? No, well, that's pretty much that's, par I mean, that's, for the course. Yeah, that's par for the course. That's why we bring John in here. Is to keep me honest. Right. Yeah, I get that. So let's uh, let's see what let's see what you got today. You ready for it? Right. You sure? You I am. Sound, you didn't sound prepared. You sounded like kind of hesitant. No, no, no. I'm ready to go. All right, you ready? Yeah. Story number one. AT and T. You're familiar with them, correct? Mm, the company that. Does cell phones. Yes. And internet. Yes. Yes. AT&T had to take down an ad they posted to Instagram because of social media horn dogs. Yeah, I actually, unfortunately, I saw this. You saw this one already. I did. So well, this you is know the beauty of this true. segment is that I need the natural reaction from you. Sometimes, for yeah. This and hey, like, you know what? Maybe, maybe you know all three. We haven't. Had, we've never hit the trifecta. Have we have we? never hit. The, I don't think we've hit more than one. To be fair, that's right? true. That's true. Now we've narrowed it down to fifty-fifty. But yeah, can you believe this? Yeah. AT&T almost bull- not, they weren't bullied into taking down their ad. There was just too much smut going on. Towards uh, Lily. Uh, and if yeah, which for, is, no, I mean, it's, it's total trash. Right. And those, now, I will say yeah. this. Lily's appeal, I think, is that she's Marianne from Gilligan's Island. She's, that's a great comparison. Because she is that girl next door who looks good. Right. But, I mean, just leave it at that. I mean, some of the stuff that you, I mean, if, I don't know if you read any some of the posts. No, I did. They were terrible. It was graphic. Yeah, and, like, and at and should have, I mean, that's the thing is, where is social media and all this? Do you really need some, like, everybody should have been reported, and those accounts should have been blocked, and yeah. not blocked by AT&T, but, like, removed. Or, yeah, exactly, yeah. banned. Like, what? what is the argument in keeping that account? Freedom of speech is for public, meaning, like, Government right, we need sanction. To, we need to almost uh, update the First Amendment. Well, you know, we need to update the comprehension right. of the First Amendment. Unless you want to make it. Like, I don't want freedom of speech how it is in government buildings and government entities to be applied to social media only because we don't need social media to continue to push our freedoms. Like, that's good. That is a necessary thing that will exist no matter if we have tw- if you have a Twitter account or not we still need the right to be able to speak freely yes. but what it does is it opens up that nonsense of sexual harassment and worse right i mean it was just it was terrible and, and you know it was just uncalled for and you know horrible. I, on behalf of all of us we're sorry lily well, i right. mean well not be- on behalf of us we didn't do anything but we're we're apologizing for those idiots out there right so all right, well, okay, now you got a 50-50 chance unless you know the trifecta. Story number two, McDonald's is adding spicy nuggets to the menu, which, no pun intended, is about to set the fast food world on fire. I know you're a big fast food guy, Aton. Right. I so don't eat fast food. when was the last time you had, a, you had a McNugget? The only thing I had was 
The last fast food I've had was Chick-fil-A. Yes. I mean, you just said that. That's not bad. No, but that's like the only but Okay, this you know, Put it to you this way, all right? McDonald's, McNuggets are obviously world famous, right? I mean, people call, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A are Nuggets. They? Yeah, they are. They're, they're kind of the... They're kind of the uh, the the stereotype go to. I mean, people will mistakenly say just say chicken nuggets and call them McNuggets. I think the Chick Fil A nuggets are ten times better. Oh no, I I do too. But I'm just saying that McDonald's. I feel like McDonald's nuggets has been around a lot longer. Right. It's kind of like calling your DVR TiVo, or calling a box a of band or like an adhesive a band aid. Yeah, or a box of tissue Kleenex. Yeah, or my my example worked as well, but that's what yeah. I'm yeah, you know, Band-Aid. Yeah, so, All right. Yeah, All right. right, that's story two. The, the McDonald's so, McNuggets are literally on fire? Well, no, no, no. They're, they're going to be adding spicy McNuggets because uh, they, well, they haven't yeah. done that yet. Like rip-off Wendy's is what you're telling me. Pretty much. Okay. okay. Why does a Chick-fil-A have spicy nuggets, by the way? They, uh, they have I seasoned their nuggets. spicy chicken sandwich. I know. That is amazing, isn't it? I can, I, yeah. I can do that all day. In fact, I'm more partial to that than Popeye's. All right, well, what story, what story three? Story number no three. argument there. Chick-fil-A's yeah. better than everything, including Popeye's. Yeah. You shouldn't be eating Popeye's. Come on. You're better than <laughs> Well, that. no, I had to try it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Just because it, everybody it's, else was. It's a, it was a radio thing. I had to do it once. And it was like, all right, you know what? It's good. Then, you know, I wasn't like, I wasn't ready to fight someone over it. Right. Uh, story number three. Fantasy football commissioner was almost made to pay back all the entry fees for his league and stave off a coup. Due to the fact that he had let one person in said league to create two teams. Wait a second. What is going on here? I, I want you to repeat that in case somebody got caught up. Caught in the up jargon. in a little bit. Yeah. A fantasy picture. This, if you will. I mean, a fantasy football commissioner is creating a league out of the kindness of his heart. Right. Right. right? Yes. And within that league, people are paying dues because it is a money league, and that's yes. where you get to have some fun. Yes. Yes. Fun. He was almost made to pay back because there was one person. Who decided to put on two teams or make two teams? I don't know in if the it same went, league in the same league. I I've don't never know heard it, of that. Before. I don't know if it went unnoticed. Are you blaming the commissioner? That's what this coup did. There was a bunch oh, of people that said, "You know what? You know, pitchforks and torches to the commissioner, right, to oust him for allowing such atrocities to happen." Oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know story one is real. I thought I saw something with the McNuggets. I'm going to say story two is fake, which means that there's actually somebody out there who entered a fantasy football league and threw two teams in the same league. What's the fake story? What's the fake story? Or do you want to? Let's hold on. I can't tell you. Dealing with the root of the issues, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. So, which story was fake? Because if that last story is true, we need to get to the bottom of this. Who in their right mind would sign up for a fantasy football league and put two different teams, unless you were supposed to, unless it was explicitly mentioned in the bylaws, that everybody gets two teams. Well, you know, sometimes leagues have like two quarterbacks. So here's the deal, right? We all know the first story was two. The second story is true as well. I want to make sure that the third story is false. 
Ah, okay. Now look at this. Trevor from the 203 on Twitch weighs in and says, you got to blame the commissioner. Defund that league. Oh, man. Taking the commish down. This is like the last time the commish got so much heat. It was Michael Chickless running the show. Oh, nice That's poll, a, by the way. Yeah, that was, like, that was, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have easily went Roger Goodell being no, booed, but, but you know that's that's like that's like I had to go OG fruit. poll on that. Yeah, I mean, the commissions. Goodell is low hanging fruit, or you know, even you know the new uh, Bumble, whatever you want to call it, commissions. Rob Manfred. Oh yeah, that's, he's terrible. That's, he's that's low hanging yeah. fruit as well. He's worse than Goodell. Yeah. Well, the commission was chickless was great because yes. there's nobody in the history of acting that can say that they played two separate police officers that were at the extreme opposite end in Vic Mackey with the shield and whatever the hell the guy's name was in the commission. I mean, that that's the it's a police officer. Yet one is completely on the opposite end of the other on the spectrum. Yeah. The shield is, is my favorite is outside of the wire. It's one of my favorite. Television shield was much better. Oh, the shield. Uh, uh, he he was much better. I didn't know you I watched liked, the Shield. I watched. I didn't watch all of. I watched a couple of them from here and there. You know what was my favorite part of the Shield was it was an underrated part of it, but it was the cinematography of it, the shots, even okay. in the barn. I'll tell you, one of the best things about it was you would see like you would see them in like a raid in the beginning of the show. We'll get back to that third story in a second. But you would see that raid in the beginning of the show. And there was Vic Mackey and, you know, um, uh, Walton Goggins guy, uh, Shane, you know. And they were all there, right, before the door. And as soon as they were about to bang the door open, it went dark on the screen and you saw the shield. And you just heard stuff in the background. And you would get, like, little snippets of what's going It was chaos you know they're in they're raiding a drug cartel or they're raiding raiding a home or something like that and it was just chaos people yelling you know guns out oh, get down but you rarely you just saw the credit like that was the opening credits and every time they showed a credit it went black and that's all you would see was you know starring michael chiklis and you're hearing all this stuff it's just subtle little things about that show so let's get back to this though real quick now where did this come from i'm, I'm sure you had some sort of basis for this right now to go with how this actually came about. I guarantee you didn't just create this, right? Uh, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of the fake news that I do come up with, I do create. I, I re- I'll read a story, and then I'll put a spin on it to, to make it a fake news story. This one, however, involved me signing up to a league mm. created by you. I am the commissioner in question you right now. You are the commissioner in question what? right now. The only now. league I am running and have played in the last two years is this sports map radio. Okay, hold on a second. Let me go here and look on this screen and try click on members. Click on members. members. Now I'm look here. at everyone. I mean, we still have some All spots right. available. Team one is Philadelphia Shander. Yep. Team two is Team Peralt. Team three is Las Vegas PTO. Wait a second. Yep. Wait a second. Yeah. I see Matt Peralt's name on here twice. Twice. Now, What's I'm not the taking the hit for this. What is the deal, Kamish? First off, I got now, Trevor I said, from the 203 and others on Twitch saying defund the league. Now, when I say a small coup, I do mean a small coup. It's pretty much me, Asman, and Mapes. Well, that's half of the league as we stand right that's now. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure we could get who else is in the league. Jose's probably not even going to join. Why not? Because I mean, you're 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 uh, you're helping people have two teams. Yeah, 
you're allowing that atrocity to happen. He's not going to join. He has he, he doesn't stand a chance. If you none of us stand a chance if there's someone who has two teams. No, that's that is an underhanded no. Now I, I don't know. Maybe this was an. Let's maybe just you're give, saying it's an honest mistake. Well, that, here's the thing. Like maybe he signed up and the internet wasn't working, and it was like, come on, come on, mm. and he never got anything. So, but again, is it the same email? Don't you have to use two different emails? You have to use the same email. Well, I'm saying, like, don't, if well, you were I to would, create no, actually, two teams, you would have to do two separate you would emails. Have to do, yeah, actually, you'd have to have two separate accounts. Oh, man. What is Matt Peralt doing? Two teams in the league. We're not even full yet. It's not like we were missing a guy no, or hey, missing you know somebody who hey, said, hey, does hey, anybody else want to run a league? Let, let's be honest here. If this is how we roll, I'm going to sign up for three more. No, see, this fill, is what I I'll don't want to I'll fill in the spots. Don't worry. I can use my wife's email. I can use my son's email. We'll all join in. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't want that press, that ugly precedent to open up now because Matt Peralt maybe mistakenly or maybe on purpose decided to join this league. I but, sure hope it's not on purpose. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, look, he, he's a savvy sports better. He is. So that's the, that's the crux to it all, isn't it? It's really hard. It's a, it's a compliment that he is a savvy sports better to know that he can increase his odds by adding another team. Now, if he were to pay the extra $50, again, I still don't want no, that. No, you can't have that. No. Because then what's going to happen? We will deny every single trade he tries to make, even if it's with somebody like us. Even if it's with me, he's going to say, no, block the trade. See, this is what's happening. I got I got Sean Mapes on Twitter, smapes underscore, saying Aton Manfred. I'm not taking the hit wow. for Matt Peralt today. Wow. All right? I'm not taking Aton the L Manfred. for Matt Peralt. Woo. This is my reputation as a commissioner here. And I'm not going down with it. I'm not Roger Goodell going to apologize to you all three or four years later that I should have listened to Ron Culver like he absurdly and ignorantly said that about Colin Kaepernick. I'm not going to be that guy three years from now admitting that I made a mistake. Now, what is the po- what is the solution here? What I, is well, the, I mean, the, the, like, I mean, where is Peralt? Isn't he on the air in, in 13 minutes? Isn't he already jacked in? I'm sure you could even soon. talk to him down the line. I thought he already comes in, you know, around 1230. He comes so. in. Well, you know, he's doing his pre-show prep. Oh, he's got okay. pre-show prep. Well, that's what happens when you prep. Well, that's, you know, he, he's, he's, uh, he takes it seriously. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I didn't realize. That. I'm like, pre-show prep? What are you talking about in pre-show prep? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what happens when you prep a radio show. In this case, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I don't know. The, the obvious solution would be to simply remove him as a second man. I don't know which one to remove. I'll probably remove the one in the East because I'm in the East. This guy is somebody who has played fantasy football clearly in the past. Now, the or question maybe, is. Has he? Do we well, know? Well, if he's, I, we're assuming he's played fantasy football in the past. Maybe he yes. doesn't know the rules. Maybe he doesn't know rule number one is not to add another team. Well, we here's don't know. The thing. Or he's done it before and got away with it. Ooh. See, I don't. I mean, okay, you're, you're part of that betting lifestyle. I'm not really much of a better. Do Should we all, put odds up? Do all betters. Try to find an edge. Yes. There's a is reason that, why going 52% in the NFL is a good thing. Yes, you find an edge. You always try and find an edge. So is this is this just him trying to find an edge? Yes. Yeah, until proven otherwise, I think we have to give him the benefit of the doubt at how good he is in certain areas in sports, specifically sports betting, and say this was about an edge. 
This was about Matt Peralt trying to find an edge. Trying we, to find that edge. We I mean, haven't even drafted yet, and there is controversy no, there in is, this league. Yeah, I mean, you, you can look at our page. The draft has not been set up yet. We saw four empty spots we still got to fill. I mean, I'll get one. I'll get Jose on it today. And, you know, though actually, you know, I, technically we have five, right? Yeah. We have five empty spots because Peralt's occupying two of them. Yes. Yes. I've never seen anything like this. You know that? I have never seen anything where and, – and you know what? This, this is like one of those things where you would never think to do it because it clearly says Matt Peralt one, Matt Peralt two. Like he's two and three. He's the number two and the number three team. Now, we, there's not a chance that a, a second Matt Peralt – because I assume that you know all of us are out. We all have like – there's an Aton Shander out there somewhere. Yeah, there just is in the world. The world's too small for there not to be an Aton, another Aton Shander. Well, maybe not Aton Shander, but but you you get my drift, right? Is it possible that we have another Matt Peralt in the universe who signed up mm. specifically to a closed fantasy football account? It would have to be Team Peralt because the Las Vegas PTO. That's whatever definitely the name that's is. definitely our Peralt. Correct. There, there's sure no the doubt about that. PTO positive. That like it's even got the Millennium Falcon as his avatar. Nice. So he okay, could, I can't yeah, be mad at that. I can respect that as well. The other one is simply see. This is why I think maybe it was an accident, or maybe it was just a sneaky, underhanding way to get in on this league another time. Is because it says Team Peralt. Yeah. And it's like a typical generic ESPN helmet as the avatar. It's not any work that he put into it. Wow, are you telling me that he's running a Brian Colangelo burner gate situation? He might. Maybe this is. Maybe this, this is, is how a, we exposed him. Is this his burner team? Oh, man, I I don't know. This is he is, is he is he's trying to create a burner team? That's what this is. It's a I burner like team. Either way, we're going to have to remove. Like, what would be the possible explanation that would allow him to keep that second team? There's none. Oh, right? there's no. There's no. There. You have to get rid of it. There's no right. keeping a second team. Sorry. So I'm going to remove the team Peralt right now as well, we speak. Well, I I well hold off. Do we have Matt at all? Is Matt available? I don't I don't know where he is. Hmm. Try. Okay. I'll see if I can track him down. Okay. Okay. Because you don't want me to make a move, bef- which I technically understand, but then again, that's why I brought up that question, which is. What possible scenario could we see or hear and get Matt Peralt to convince you and me and anybody else listening that he alone having two teams in this paid league is okay? I think it was an accident. That would be my guess. Now, imagine he's got he's going to have an explanation for it. I'm positive. And at the very least, hopefully we can get him to give an explanation for it on his show. No, no, no. We'll get an explanation right now. Matt's on. Matt. Yes. It was brought to my attention. There was a coup <laughs> brought to my attention. Do you know people are calling me Aton Manfred on Twitter now because somehow you inserted a second team in our fantasy football league? Now, I didn't want to blame you and, and throw you under the bus. I know you as a savvy sports better, and you're always looking yeah, for the edge. He's looking for an edge. I think that's Wait why I created a second I have, team. Hold on. I, I have literally no idea what you're talking no, about. No, don't, don't See, try to play on, that. This is why. This is why we bring you what you think that's, yes. you know. Wait, 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 wait. 
So, so, so you're telling me that, that there are two teams that I entered? I entered in the PTO positives. And no. there is another team above it. There's a team in between the Philadelphia Shanders and the PTO positives. That is Team Peralt. Matt Peralt, manager name. Why and would I ever? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What Did, kind of game guy, are you hold playing on. Do you really here, think Matt? I would enter a fantasy football team with Team Peralt? Do you we think thought, that I'm that boring? Well, like, come on now. Well, come we thought that now. you I'm did not enough. That, I'm not that boring, all right? I, I, I may be a 43-year-old white guy, but I'm not that boring. Well, what happened? How do you find yourself with two separate teams I in this fantasy ask, league? Ask the fantasy football provider. I don't know. That's I what used I, to be. Okay, now we're going back to the commish. Commish Wait, Matt I, 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 I don't know my how is I, I this mean, my I have, fault? Just delete the team. Why is that a big deal? Just delete it. It's not hard to do. Well, Obviously, we didn't want to make you know, what, I mean, what if we what if we accidentally deleted uh, you know what was it PTO? What if well, we accidentally PTO deleted positives? That one? I would PTO I would have said okay, wait, we, we we can't do that. We were not able to do the, the PTO positives. But come, I mean, just delete it, Manfred. It's not difficult. You you make up oh, the rules see, anyway. You calling right? me Manfred? <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Why I'm not? sticking <laughs> up for you. <laughs> This Aren't is you, you twist the knife in my back. You well, made this hard to say. Twist the knife in my back. You're the one taking this to the airwaves when a delete button solves everything. Wait I mean, a come second. On now. It it was brought to my attention early on in the program because Sean Mapes, Jake Asman, and yours truly, and Ron Culver were yeah. very upset, and they were well, threatening I, okay. to leave I, the I, league. I, I, we're not, we're, to, we were Jake, threatening. I, if, we had I, I have zero concern about what make Jake, whatever makes Jake Asman upset, <laughs> I have zero concern about, okay? I, so that, that, is, that is not my worry at all that that guy's upset. But in terms of you guys, all right, fine. But again, you have the delete button. You're the commissioner. It's done. So why are you angry? The t- I, the, no, I'm not angry. We were just trying to figure out what was going through your mind. I'm more fascinated than angry. I'm fascinated again, to see if this why was some I bad beat you were trying to avoid. Oh, I mean, look, I don't need two team names to beat you guys. It's not going to be hard to do. But one is easy enough. But I would never come up with Team Peralt. That, that, that should have been the number one thing that you guys recognize as, wait, something's wrong here. Because why would I have a team name like PTO Positives, which is clearly making fun of myself about sure, COVID, sure. And, then go ahead and then go ahead and have Team Peralt? That, well, that wouldn't make a lot of sense to me. We had to get to the bottom of that's it. That's right. And Press the league man. commissioner. Press the league commissioner. It's gone. That, that league, that team is gone. <laughs> now we just need your producer and Jose to join the damn league. He won't right? do it. He Why? won't do it. He does not do fantasy football. I asked him yesterday on the air. He said, I'm oh, not. He has no interest in joining our, in joining our, our, our fun little league. All right. We got to get out of here, but I, I'm going right. to have to rip him tomorrow. Thanks, no, Matt. We'll wrap the hour next. Listening to the second level on the SportsMath Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket can. From the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios with way more than the scores. Here's Aton Shander. We continue to let you know about Boomer Naturals, BoomerNaturals.com, as we all deal with changes. And one of those is wearing a mask everywhere you go, outdoors at times, indoors as well. And Not all offer the same comfort and protection. That's why we continue to remind you about why Boomer Naturals is right there at the top when it comes to mask production. Their three-layer comfortable and highly breathable mask has nano-silver technology woven into the fabric. Nano-silver can block the tiny drops and particles from getting to the nose and mouth, and that's what you want. Go to BoomerNaturals.com, use promo code SPORTS, you'll save 20%. That's code SPORTS at BoomerNaturals.com. Get free shipping and handling. When you spend at least $50 online at BoomerNaturals.com. Peralt's league, or team in the league has been deleted. Controversy averted. We're back on 
Wednesday. So, can I ask you a question? Fake news with Ron. With all the fake news out there. Don't believe those lies. It's on Shander to give it to you straight. Three stories, but only one is fake. It's true. I know it's a weird thought, but it's true. Can Shander spot the fraud? Here's Ron Colbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yesterday, yesterday, I was able to stump you, but not John, right? No, well, that's pretty much that's, par I mean, that's, for the course. Yeah, that's par for the course. That's why we bring John in here. Is to keep me honest. Right. Yeah, I get that. So let's uh, let's see what let's see what you got today. You ready for it? Right. You sure? You I am. Sound, you didn't sound prepared. You sounded like kind of hesitant. No, no, no. I'm ready to go. All right, you ready? Yeah. Story number one. AT and T. You're familiar with them, correct? Mm, the company that. Does cell phones. Yes. And internet. Yes. Yes. AT&T had to take down an ad they posted to Instagram because of social media horn dogs. Yeah, I actually, unfortunately, I saw this. You saw this one already. I did. So well, this you is know the beauty of this true. segment is that I need the natural reaction from you. Sometimes, for planning yeah. This and hey, like, you know what? Maybe, maybe you know all three. We haven't. Had, we've never hit the trifecta. Have we have we? never hit. The, I don't think we've hit more than one. To be fair, that's right? true. That's true. Now we've narrowed it down to fifty-fifty. But yeah, can you believe this? Yeah. AT&T almost bull- not, they weren't bullied into taking down their ad. There was just too much smut going on. Towards uh, Lily. Uh, and yeah, which for, is, no, I mean, it's total trash. Right. And those, now, I will say yeah. this. Lily's appeal, I think, is that she's Marianne from Gilligan's Island. She's, that's a great comparison. Because she is that girl next door who looks good. Right. But, I mean, just leave it at that. I mean, some of the stuff that you, I mean, if, I don't know if you read any some of the posts. No, I did. They were terrible. It was graphic. Yeah, and, like, and AT&T should have, I mean, that's the thing is, where is social media and all this? Do you really need some, like, everybody should have been reported, and those accounts should have been blocked, and yeah. not blocked by AT&T, or but, like, removed. Or, yeah, exactly, yeah. banned. Like, what? what is the argument in keeping that account? Freedom of speech is for public, meaning, like, Government right, we need sanction. To, we need to almost uh, update the First Amendment. Well, you know, we need to update the comprehension right. of the First Amendment. Unless you want to make it. Like, I don't want freedom of speech how it is in government buildings and government entities to be applied to social media only because we don't need social media to continue to push our freedoms. Like, that's good. That is a necessary Thing that will exist no matter if we have tw- if you have a Twitter account or not, we still need the right to be able to speak freely. Yes. But what it does is it opens up that nonsense of sexual harassment and worse. Right. I mean, it was just it was terrible, and, and you know, it was just uncalled for. And you it was know, I, on behalf of all of us, we're sorry, Lily. Well, I mean, right. well, not be- on behalf of us, we didn't do anything, but we're we're apologizing for those idiots out there. Right. So. All right, well, okay, now you got a 50-50 chance unless you know the trifecta. Story number two, McDonald's is adding spicy nuggets to the menu, which, no pun intended, is about to set the fast food world on fire. I know you're a big fast food guy, Aton. Right. I don't so eat fast food. when was the last time you had, a a Mc, you had a McNugget? The only thing I had was the last fast food I've had 
was Chick-fil-A? Yes. I mean, you just said that. That's not bad. No, but that's like the only Okay, this uh, Put it to you this way, all right? McDonald's, McNuggets are obviously world famous, right? I mean, people call, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A Dude, nuggets. They? Yeah, they are. They're, they're kind of the... They're kind of the, uh, the the stereotype go-to. I mean, people will mistakenly say just say chicken nuggets and call them McNuggets. I think the Chick-fil-A nuggets are ten times better. Oh, no, I, I do too. But I'm just saying that McDonald's, I feel like McDonald's nuggets has been around a lot longer. Right. It's kind of like calling your DVR TiVo or calling a box a of... Band, or like an adhesive a Band-Aid. Yeah, or a box of tissue Kleenex. Yeah, or my, my example worked as well, but that's all. Yeah. You know, Band-Aid. Yeah, Band-Aid. All right, yeah, All right. right. that story too. The the McDonald's so, McNuggets are literally on fire. Well, no, no, they're they're going to be adding spicy McNuggets because uh, they well, they haven't a, yeah. done that yet. Like rip off Wendy's is what you're telling me. Pretty much. Okay. okay. Why does a Chick Fil A have spicy nuggets? By the way, they uh, they have I seasoned love their spicy chicken sandwich. I know that is amazing, isn't it? I can I, Yeah, I can do that all that. In fact, I'm more partial to that than Popeyes. All right. Well, what honest. story? What story three? Story number no three. No argument there. Chick Fil A is yeah. better than everything, including Popeyes. Yeah. Shouldn't be eating Popeyes. Come on, you're better than. <laughs> well, that. no, I had to try it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just it, because everybody it, else. Was. It's a. It was a radio thing. I had to do it once, and it was like, all right, you know what? It's good. Then, you know, I wasn't like I wasn't ready to fight someone over it. Right. Uh, story number three: Fantasy football commissioner was almost made to pay back all the entry fees for his league, and stave off a coup. Due to the fact that he had let one person in said league to create two teams. Wait a second. What is going on here? I, I want you to repeat that in case somebody got caught up. Caught in the up jargon. in a little bit. Yeah. A fantasy picture. This, if you will. I mean, a fantasy football commissioner is creating a league out of the kindness of his heart. Right. Right. right? Yes. And within that league, people are paying dues because it is a money league, and that's yes. where you get you have some fun. Yes. Yes. Fun. He was almost made to pay back because there was one person who decided to put on two teams or make two teams. I don't know in if the it same went, league? In the same league. I I've don't never know heard it, of that before. I don't know if it went unnoticed. Are you blaming the commissioner? That's what this coup did. There was a bunch oh, of people that said, you know what? You know, pitchforks and torches to the commissioner. Right. To oust him for allowing such atrocities to happen. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, I know story one is real. I thought I saw something with the McNuggets. I'm going to say story two is fake, which means that there's actually somebody out there who entered a fantasy football league and threw two teams in the same league. What's the fake story? What's the fake story? Or do you want to? Let's hold on. I can't tell you. Dealing with the root of the issues, it's the second level on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander. So, which story was fake? Because if that last story is true, we need to get to the bottom of this. Who in their right mind would sign up for a fantasy football league and put two different teams, unless you were supposed to, unless it was explicitly mentioned in the bylaws, that everybody gets two teams. Well, you know, sometimes was it? leagues have like two quarterbacks. So here's the deal, right? We all know the first story was two. The second story is true as well. I want to make sure that the third story is false. 
Ah, okay. Now look at this. Trevor from the 203 on Twitch weighs in and says, you got to blame the commissioner. Defund that league. Oh, man. Taking the commish down. This is like the last time the commish got so much heat, it was Michael Chiklis running the show. (laughs) Oh, nice poll, by the way. I I like that one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have easily went Roger Goodell being played. But, but you know, that's that's like that's like I had to go OG poll on that. I mean, the commish is. Goodell is low-hanging fruit. Or, you know, even, you know, the new uh, Bumble, whatever you want to call it, commish is Rob Manfred. Oh, yeah, he's terrible. That's that's low-hanging fruit as well. He's worse than Goodell. Yeah. Well, the commish was – Chickless was great because there's nobody in the history of acting that can say that they played two separate police officers that were at the extreme opposite end in Vic Mackey with the shield and whatever the hell the guy's name was in the commish. I mean, that that's the – it's a police officer, yet one is completely on the opposite end of the other on the spectrum. Yeah. The Shield is is my favorite. Is outside of the wire. It's one of my favorite television. Shield shows was much better. Oh, the Shield. Uh, he he was much better. I didn't know you I watched liked, the Shield. I watched. I didn't watch all of. I watched a couple of them from here and there. You know what was my favorite part of the Shield was? It was an underrated part of it, but it was the cinematography of it, the shots, even okay. in the barn. I'll tell you, one of the best things about it was you would see like you would see them. In like a raid in the beginning of the show. We'll get back to that third story in a second. But you would see that raid in the beginning of the show. And there was Vic Mackey and, you know, um, uh, Walton Goggins guy, Shane, you know. And they were all there, right, before the door. And as soon as they were about to bang the door open, it went dark on the screen and you saw the shield. And you just heard stuff in the background. And you would get like little snippets of what's going It was chaos you know they're in they're raiding a drug cartel or they're raiding raiding a home or something like that and it was just chaos people yelling you know guns out oh, get down but you rarely you just saw the credit like that was the opening credits and every time they showed a credit it went black and that's all you would see was you know starring michael chiklis and you're hearing all this stuff it's just subtle little things about that show so let's get back to this though real quick now where did this come from i'm, I'm sure you had some sort of basis for this right now to go with how this actually came about. I guarantee you didn't just create this, right? Uh, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of the fake news that I do come up with, I do create. I, I re- I'll read a story, and then I'll put a spin on it to, to make it a fake news story. This one, however, involved me signing up to a league mm. created by you. I am the commissioner in question you right now. You are the commissioner in question what? right now. The only now. league I am running and have played in the last two years is this sports map radio. Okay, hold on a second. Let me go here and look on this screen and try click on members. Click on members. members. Now I'm look here. at everyone. I mean, we still have some All spots right. available. Team one is Philadelphia Shander. Yep. Team two is Team Peralt. Team three is Las Vegas PTO. Wait a second. Yep. Wait a second. Yeah. I see Matt Peralt's name on here twice. Twice. Now, What's I'm not the taking the hit for this. What is the deal, Kamish? First off, I got now, Trevor I said, from the 203 and others on Twitch saying defund the league. Now, when I say a small coup, I do mean a small coup. It's pretty much me, Asman, and Mapes. Well, that's half of the league as we stand right that's now. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure we could get who else is in the league. Jose's probably not even going to join. Why not? Because I mean, you're 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 uh, you're helping people have two teams. Yeah, 
you're allowing that atrocity to happen. He's not going to join. He has. He, he doesn't stand a chance. If you none of us stand a chance if there's someone who has two teams. No, that's that is an underhanded. No, now I, I don't know. Maybe this was an. Let's maybe just you're give, saying it's an honest mistake. Well, that, here's the thing. Like maybe he signed up and the internet wasn't working, and it was like, come on, come on, mm. and he never got anything. So, but again, is it the same email? Don't you have to use two different emails? You have to use the same email. Well, I'm saying though, don't if well, you were I to would, create no, actually, two teams, you would have to do two separate. You would emails. have to do yeah. Actually, you'd have to have two separate accounts. Oh man, what is Matt Peralt doing? Two teams in the league. We're not even full yet. It's not like we were missing a guy. No, we're hey, missing you know somebody. What? We hey, said, "Hey, does hey. anybody else want to run a league?" Let, let's be honest here. If this is how we roll, I'm going to sign up for three more. No, see, I'll this fill, is what I I'll don't fill want to in the spots. Don't worry. I can use my wife's email. I can use my son's email. We'll all join in. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't want that press that ugly precedent to open up now because Matt Peralt maybe mistakenly or maybe on purpose decided to join this league. I sure but, hope it's not on purpose. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, look, he, he's a savvy sports better. He is. So that's the, that's the crux to it all, isn't it? It's really hard. It's a, it's a compliment that he is a savvy sports better to know that he can increase his odds by adding another team. Now, if he were to pay the extra $50... Again, I still don't want no, that. No, you can't have that. No. Because then what's going to happen? We will deny every single trade he tries to make, even if it's with somebody like us. Even if it's with me, he's going to say, no, block the trade. See, this is what's happening. I got I got Sean Mapes on Twitter, S. Mapes underscore, saying Aton Manfred. I'm not taking the hit wow. for Matt Peralt today. Wow. All right? I'm not taking Aton the L Manfred. for Matt Peralt. Woo. This is my reputation as a commissioner here. And I'm not going down with it. I'm not Roger Goodell going to apologize to you all three or four years later that I should have listened to Ron Culver like he absurdly and ignorantly said that about Colin Kaepernick. I'm not going to be that guy three years from now admitting that I made a mistake. Now, what is the po- what is the solution here? What I, is well, the, I mean, the, the, like, I mean, where is Peralt? Isn't he on the air in, in 13 minutes? Isn't he already jacked in? I'm sure you could even soon. talk to him down the line. I thought he already comes in, you know, around 1230. He comes so. in. Well, you know, he's doing his pre-show prep. Oh, he's got okay. pre-show prep. Well, that's he, what happens when you prep. Well, that's, you know, he, he's, he's, uh, he takes it seriously. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I didn't realize that. I'm like, pre-show prep? What are you talking about in pre-show prep? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what happens when you prep a radio show. In this case, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I don't know. The, the obvious solution would be to simply remove him as a second man. I don't know which one to remove. I'll probably remove the one in the East because I'm in the East. This guy is somebody who has played fantasy football clearly in the past. Now, the or question maybe, is... Has he? Do we well, know? Well, if he's, uh, we, we're assuming he's played fantasy football in the past. Maybe he yes. doesn't know the rules. Maybe he doesn't know rule number one is not to add another team. Well, we don't know. Thing. Or he's done it before and got away with it. Ooh. See, I don't... I mean, okay, you, you're, you're part of that betting lifestyle. I'm not really much of a better. Do Should we all, put odds up? Do all betters... Try to find an edge. Yes. There's a is reason that... why going 52% in the NFL is a good thing. Yes, you find an edge. You always try and find an edge. So is this is this just him trying to find an edge? Yes. Yeah, until proven otherwise, I think we have to give him the benefit of the doubt at how good he is in certain areas in sports, specifically sports betting, and say this was about an edge. 
This was about Matt Peralt trying to find an edge. Trying we, to find that edge. We I mean, haven't even drafted yet, and there is controversy no, there is, in this league. Yeah, I mean, you, you can look at our page. The draft has not been set up yet. We saw four empty spots we still got to fill. I mean, I'll get one. I'll get Jose on it today. And, you know, though actually, you know, I, technically, we have five, right? Yeah. We have five empty spots because Peralt's occupying two of them. Yes. Yes. I've never seen anything like this. You know that? I have never seen anything where and, – and you know what? This, this is like one of those things where you would never think to do it because it clearly says Matt Peralt one, Matt Peralt two. Like he's two and three. He's the number two and the number three team. Now, we, there's not a chance that a, a second Matt Peralt – because I assume that you know all of us are out. We all have like – there's an Aton Shander out there somewhere. Yeah, there just is in the world. The world's too small for there not to be an Aton, another Aton Shander. Well, maybe not Aton Shander, but but you you get my drift, right? Is it possible that we have another Matt Peralt in the universe who signed up mm. specifically to a closed fantasy football account? It would have to be Team Peralt <laughs> because the Las Vegas PTO. That's definitely the name that's is. definitely our Peralt. Correct. There, there's sure no the doubt about that. PTO positive. That like it's even got the Millennium Falcon as his avatar. Nice. So he okay, could, I can't yeah, be mad at that. I can respect that as well. The other one is simply see. This is why I think maybe it was an accident, or maybe it was just a sneaky, underhanding way to get in on this league another time. Is because it says Team Peralt. Yeah. And it's like a typical generic ESPN helmet as the avatar. It's not any work that he put into it. Wow, are you telling me that he's running a Brian Colangelo burner gate situation? He might. Maybe this is. Maybe this, this is how a, we exposed him. Is this his burner team? Oh, man, I I don't know. This is, is, he, is he is he's trying to create a burner team? That's what this is. It's a I burner like team. Either way, we're going to have to remove. Like, what would be the possible explanation that would allow him to keep that second team? There's none. Oh, right? there's no. There's no. There. You have to get rid of it. There's no right. keeping a second team. Sorry. So I'm going to remove the team Peralt right now as well, we speak. Well, I, I well hold off. Do we have Matt at all? Is Matt available? I don't. I don't know where he is. Hmm. Try. Okay. I'll see if I can track him down. Okay. Okay. Because you don't want me to make a move, before, which I technically understand. But then again, that's why I brought up that question, which is. What possible scenario could we see or hear and get Matt Peralt to convince you and me and anybody else listening that he alone having two teams in this paid league is okay? I think it was an accident. That would be my guess. Now, imagine he's got he's going to have an explanation for it. I'm positive. And at the very least, hopefully we can get him to give an explanation for it on his show. No, no, no. We'll get an explanation right now. Matt's on. Matt. Yes. It was brought to my attention. There was a coup <laughs> brought to my attention. Do you know people are calling me Aton Manfred on Twitter now because somehow you inserted a second team in our fantasy football league? Now, I didn't want to blame you and, and throw you under the bus. I know you as a savvy sports better, and you're always looking yeah, for the edge. He's looking for an edge. I think that's Wait why I created a second I have, team. Hold on. I, I have literally no idea what you're talking no, about. No, don't, don't See, try to play on, that. This is us. why. This is why we bring you what you think that, yes. you know. Wait, 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 wait. So 
so, so, so you're telling me that, that there are two teams that I entered? I entered in the PTO positives. And no. there is another team above it. There's a team in between the Philadelphia Shanders and the PTO positives. That is Team Peralt. Matt Peralt, manager name. Why and would I ever hold on? Wait, wait, wait. What Did, kind of game I, are you hold playing on. Do you really here, think Matt? I would enter a fantasy football team with Team Peralt? Do you we think thought, that I'm that boring? Well, like, come on now. Well, come we thought that now. you did I'm not enough. That, I'm not that boring, all right? I, I, I may be a 43-year-old white guy, but I'm not that boring. Well, what happened? How do you find yourself with two separate teams I in this fantasy ask, league? Ask the fantasy football provider. I don't know. That's I used I, to be. Okay, now we're going back to the commish. Commish Matt Fred. I, I, I don't know my fault. How is I, I this mean, my I have, fault? Just delete the team. Why is that a big deal? Just delete it. It's not hard to do. Well, Obviously, we didn't want to make, you know, what, I mean, what if we, what if we accidentally deleted, uh, you know, what was it, PTO? What if well, we accidentally PTO deleted PTO positives, that I would have said, okay, wait, we, we, we can't do that. We were not able to do the, the PTO positives. But, come, I mean, just delete it, Manfred. It's not difficult. You, you make up oh, the rules see, anyway. Are you calling right? me Manfred? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Why I'm not? sticking Don't... up for you. <laughs> This Aren't is you, you twist the knife in my back. You well, made this hard to say. Twist the knife in my back. You're the one taking this to the airwaves when a delete button solves everything. Wait I mean, a come second. Come on now. It it was brought to my attention early on in the program because Sean Mapes, Jake Asman, and yours truly, and Ron Culver were yeah. very upset, and they were well, threatening I, okay, to leave I, the I, league. I, I, we're I'm not no, we're, to, we were Jake, threatening. I, if we had I, I have zero concern about what make Jake, whatever makes Jake Asman upset, I have zero concern about, okay? I, that, 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 is, that is not my worry at all if that guy's upset. But in terms of you guys, all right, fine. But again, you have the delete button. You're the commissioner. It's done. So why are you angry? The t- I, the, no, I'm not angry. We were just trying to figure out what was going through your mind. I'm more fascinated than angry. I'm fascinated again, to see if this why was some I bad fate you were trying to avoid. I mean, look, I don't need two team names to beat you guys. It's not going to be hard to do. But one is easy enough. But I would never come up with Team Peralt. That, that, that should have been the number one thing that you guys recognize as, wait, something's wrong here. Because why would I have a team name like PTO Positives, which is clearly making fun of myself about sure, COVID, sure. And, then go ahead and then go ahead and have Team Peralt? That, well, that wouldn't make a lot of sense to me. We had to get to the bottom of that's it. That's right. And Press the league, Commissioner. Press the league, Commissioner. It's gone. That, that league, that team is gone. <laughs> now we just need your producer and Jose to join the damn league. He won't right? do it. He Why? won't do it. He does not do fantasy football. I asked him yesterday on the air. He said, I'm oh, not. He has amazing. no interest in joining our, in joining our, our, our fun little league. All right, got to get out of here, but I, I'm going to have right. to rip him tomorrow. Thanks, All Matt. Right, we'll wrap the hour next.